0: Hey there all you clockholes and clock suckers, it's your boy, your voice of choice, former mayor of hell, Paul Casey, here to bring you the final episode of Paul and All, formerly behind the paywall. That's right, this is the very last one presented to you uninterrupted via Content Club, uh, which is your hub, please go sub. Uh, this is the final installment of Imaginatory Laboratory, where Ellsworth, Zach, and myself read the first script that I ever completed writing. Um, if you like this concept of Imaginatory Laboratory, let us know, of course, because I was actually thinking about making it a monthly series, perhaps, Um, So I would be interested to see if anyone would enjoy that. I'm also interested in the feedback. We're getting some great feedback. I'm interested in yours on our new bonus episode of Paul and All, uh, where myself and my friend James, uh, well, we tested the limits of legality and discussed the failed How I Met Your Dad pilot in preparation for How I Met Your Father, premiering soon on YouTube. Uh, We also have a, that's, well, that bonus episode is a content club exclusive, meaning it won't ever be released here on the main feed. Uh, We also have a bonus episode, a bonus audio, I should say, content club exclusive episode uh, of our new monthly show, Two of Us, where my 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 dad and I, my father and I, two Beatles fans, he even named me after one of them, uh, are going to go through some Beatles history and sort of talk about that sort of stuff. There's also, of course, uh, episodes that will be coming out here of Paul and All on the main feed, but you can get them early and uninterrupted. Uh, Just like you can also get early and uninterrupted episodes of MCU and Me, where myself and my various friends from all over the world, all over the universe, I should say, uh, dive deep into the Marvel Cinematic Universe from the very beginning. We're going through step by step. And as you may know, a lot of stuff from the past that you may have thought wasn't important is coming back around again, so make sure you go check that out. You can get those episodes early and uninterrupted over behind Content Club, uh, the paywall. And like I said, Content Club is what brings you this episode today, Uninterrupted. It's the final one, Uninterrupted, presented by Content Club. Uh, This is Imaginatory Laboratory Part 4. Uh, so make sure you go check out Content Club. That is your hub. Please go sub. Uh, it, it definitely helps us keep the mics and lights on. You got to hear over the the last few weeks, one a day, you got to hear all sorts of episodes of Paul and all that were up there that you could have gotten early and uninterrupted. So if you like what we're doing, please go think about supporting us there. We've restructured the tiers. It's super uh inexpensive to help us keep the mics and lights on here at Clock Shelves Entertainment. We greatly appreciate all that you do for us and hope that we can continue to bring you the content that you love. So without further ado, here is Imaginatory Laboratory Part 4. This is a Clock Shelves Podcast Network production. Yes, no stress, we keep coming back JBC and all his friends from far and near Maybe make you cry, maybe bring you some cheer So many people with so much to say From pop culture to travel, weird news to Q&A No topic is too small Here on our show, Paul and all Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I am your host, Paul Casey, and we are diving back into the imaginatory laboratory today. Uh, I am joined once again by Ellsworth Tallman and Zach Tonkin. Of course, this is taken from our gigantic recording where we looked at the first ever A script that I wrote from beginning to end, way, way, way back. Um, And it's not an embarrassing number of years ago, it's just an embarrassing script. If you've been going on this journey with us, you know exactly what I mean. If you're not so sure, check the other Imaginatory Laboratory episodes uh, that came before this one. And you will hear exactly what uh, I'm referring to. So we are finishing up this rap script today. Untitled rap script or rap god or the day rap stood still or whatever other goofy titles uh, that we come up with within this post-apocalyptic world as zach is calling it uh the you know featuring the beethoven of his time as we've uh joked about quite a bit it is embarrassing for me even as i've been going through and editing these episodes it is very much uh i get to relive all the laughter and i get to relive all the cringe so, um, I'm hoping that you're enjoying these. We are starting out. There should be a really good laugh at the beginning. If you've been listening to these steadily, uh, over the last several, um, installments of this, you will immediately get the joke that we start out with in this episode. Uh, but we will be getting through, uh, the remainder of the script today. So, Let's get back into the untitled rap script written by myself uh, many years ago and featuring uh, myself reading it with contributions and criticisms and all sorts of jokes added by Zach Tonkin and Ellsworth Tallman. Here we go. Starting out with a good laugh for those of you who've been paying attention throughout the whole thing. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, oh, you both sitting down? Here we go exterior street evening
1: oh no it's another eclipse <laughs> fuck
0: uh, uh, dan is walking a street <laughs> i have
1: That's often that. walked streets i feel like i have something in common with him
0: well, he's, uh, he's I, can
1: re- I can relate to this character <laughs> I was gonna say
0: he's nothing <laughs> if not relatable for <laughs> the fact that he's super rich and the king of the world (laughs) Dan is walking a street this is his old neighborhood he comes upon three neighborhood kids 9 through 13 on the corner they are freestyling just as he and his friends when they were younger he approaches them to listen (laughs) oh god boy one freestyling
2: This is going to be great. You wrote a nine-year-old rapping? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: because the other one sounded so mature already. (laughs) Here at night. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are we going to say? Say
2: it. Uh, We're we're waiting. We are literally waiting.
0: (laughs) Boy One Freestyling. Here at night, it is a delight going head-to-head like we're about to fight. Don't stop a flow till I can't say no mo. Keep rapping, and that's the only way you grow. And for those that don't know, don't try to act like you do. You're just making yourself out to look like a fool, looking stupid, like a little kid. Do you think you're gonna make it big? I do this every day, yet no one famous has ever come my way. So I stay right here, rapping all the time. I really don't care if the world hears my rhymes. Because I am... Finn? I am Finn? What does that even mean?
1: He's done, bro. <laughs> I
0: don't know what
1: Finn means. Like, I don't dude, think that's what it means. Little it's supposed homie's to...
0: done. <laughs> no, wait, because there's more after it, though. Because I am Finn oh, yeah. hanging with my crew, they back me up through whatever, dude.
1: Shit, dude. I'm fine.
0: Maybe. Yeah, probably fine. It's probably supposed to be fine. <laughs>
2: I'm Finn. fine hanging with my crew.
0: I I just love, even if it was supposed to be Finn, once again, that's not the way anyone, but me or Zach perhaps would speak <laughs> Finn. <laughs> oh, the children begin to laugh and cheer. Dan then gets closer. They then realize he's there boy too. Is there something we can help you with man? Dan. Oh no. I was just admiring your lyrics. <laughs> Oh, this sounds so creepy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. No, I was just admiring your lyrics. <laughs> In the dark place of the wiggled eyebrows.
0: This reminds me of how my friends and I used to do this, except we would go all over, let everyone hear us. We wanted to make it back then. Boy One, you rap? Dan, I do. I've been told I'm quite good. By who? Who
2: tells <laughs> you this? <laughs> uh, dude, whoever's buying those five back-to-back singles and three albums and however many <laughs> remixes... <laughs> baby g and king fucking whatever jackson
1: <laughs> but not not tacky cat or whatever the hell it was
0: tacky cat yeah I can't, I can't i like that you guys like tacky cat better than little tootsie
1: i mean that one's that one's offensive to me but i mean
0: just <laughs> Wait, those
1: words are together what? but
0: how tacky or Cat
1: why? just speak to me Especially because I'm thinking of it's just a 50-year-old man <laughs> who uses, like, aggressive auto-tune to sound like
0: a little girl. <laughs> hey, yo, it's Tacky Cat. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm thinking, like, a Milli Vanilli type of scenario where, like, he's mid-concert and there's, like, his little girl voice turns into just, just this jaded old man who's been smoking since he was 12. This is good. <laughs> this is good for the expanded universe. Very <laughs>
0: Oh goodness! Oh, excuse me, boy three. Where do you used to rap at, Dan? I used to live around here and do it. You guys ever heard of the Five Six O? Oh? Boy two, psh, yeah, we heard of them. We've seen them live. And buddy, let me tell you, you're not one of them. Boy three, yeah, there's only four of them. One might say a quartet. <laughs> it doesn't say that, but
1: <laughs> add a footnote. <laughs>
0: Dan You guys ever heard of Dan G. Rusley? He's associated with Baby J and King Jackson Boy 1 We've heard of him I've never really listened to him though Dan Well, do you think you could let him rap with you guys? Boy 2 Yeah, if he were here The only person that's here is you Dan Well then, how about settling for me? Boy 3 Alright, let's see what you got Dan then begins to freestyle Dan Freestyling Standing in the dark, these little dogs wanna bark. They think I might just bite. I'm gonna show them that they're not right. I can fight with the best of them. My lyrics are precious like a gem. Can't be touched. I might just bust. Wish I wish they could trust that I'm good because I'm actually from this hood. Used to be 560, but then I went to be in a zero. Oh no, this boy can actually rap. Hey little kiddies, what do you think of that? I'm assuming this statement, this next sentence encompasses you two right now. The kids are shocked.
1: I mean, I don't even <laughs> think shocked is the correct name at this point. It's the correct word. It's just like
2: I'm, I'm searching dictionary currently for a word that can describe what I, the state of manner that I am in right now. <laughs> flummoxed. <laughs> I'm
1: flummoxed. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> Taken aback. <it> <laughs> I'm tickled
0: boy one you're pretty good man dan thanks his cell phone then rings he answers it and has a worried look on his face he then says his goodbyes to the children and leaves in a hurry exterior another street so corner. wait
2: the whole, the whole scene was him walking up on some little kids in the dark <laughs> and rapping not weird at all, not not weird at all. <laughs>
1: they're just happy he's not a cannibal i'd imagine exterior another street corner night two Fuck night you.
0: scenes
2: in a Fuck row you
1: for toying with my emotions Paul <laughs>
2: what do we get like 30 days of sun and then, like 30 days of night here
1: isn't that a
0: game of thrones thing
1: yes but you said 30 days of night, so now I'm thinking about like those vampires yeah <laughs> Which I don't appreciate <laughs> no thank you <laughs>
0: Dan is shown arriving at another very dark street corner. Apparently there's no
2: like lighting in this town. <laughs> well, I mean, other than this established. Other than the sun would have burned straight for days, no.
0: <laughs> That's true. Why would they have street lights? Night happens like once in a great while.
1: <laughs> the- <laughs> I love the lore. This is this is this is fascinating. <laughs> The only light
0: is from the street lights above. <laughs> he waits several moments. As he is waiting, he sees two figures walking towards him in the distance. He tries to see who they are, but cannot see until they are close enough for him to realize it's... Do we want to take guesses as to who's walking up to him?
2: Cannibals.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, that's my guess. <laughs> it's... It's Trey B and
0: Big M. Dan is shocked. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed those two. I would not have guessed those two. What's that? Those are not the two I would have guessed.
0: Okay. Dan, shocked. You two are the ones that called me? How do you even know I was in town? Trey B, you're from here, remember? Everyone knew you were coming. The whole town has been promoting you. All the radio stations have been playing your music nonstop. There's posters all over the place. Big M. Not to mention, you and your record execs have been hyping it up everywhere, but that's not why we called you. We called you because he's in trouble. Dan, is it bad? Trey B. When is trouble ever not bad? It's a good question, actually.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: that's probably the most true question or state any line of anything in this entire script. When is trouble ever not bad? (laughs) He's in real deep, but he won't admit it. I found this sticking out of his pants pocket. When I went to see him the other day, she pulls out a piece of paper and hands it to Dan. He looks at it surprised Dan. He had this in his pocket. How'd he get it? That's weird. Well, listen, I have to get back. Can I call you late tonight? I'm going to be in town for a few more days, so we'll meet up sometime then. Trey B and Big M shake their heads in approval. They then go their opposite ways.
1: I think I think maybe nod their heads in approval. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, so what's on the piece of paper? And if he was in so much trouble, they're just all, it's okay, I'll hit jump later. Thanks for meeting me. He's in trouble. Okay. Well, jump later. We'll talk about it. (laughs) 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 They shake their heads and approve. Okay. All right.
0: Uh, Interior Arena Hallways Night.
2: I don't know how we would know, but okay.
1: You it's hear crickets.
0: N- it's all night now, baby.
1: <laughs> and the screams of those being devoured. <laughs> it's a doggy dog world. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you don't
2: want him to bug a bite.
0: <laughs> well, he did say earlier in his rap, do you remember his rap earlier? He said...
2: Yes, that's why I referenced it. <laughs>
0: Standing in the dark, these little dogs want to bark. They think I might just bite.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were saying, holy shit, are you going to fucking eat our faces? <laughs> He's like, nah, bro, I'm just here to freestyle. <laughs> <It's> classic mix-up.
0: <laughs> classic mix-up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that the whole time.
0: <sighs> uh, Alright, Dan is walking through the hallways backstage. While people are talking, he comes across Darren Kelly, Baby J's manager and co-owner of her record label. Dan. Hey, Mr. Kelly, where's Baby J at? Do you know? Darren. She just got off stage, but you better get ready. They've got two more acts, than the encore, and they want you up there. So if you gotta talk to her, you better do it fast. Dan. Thanks. He then walks away determined. Interior arena stage night. King Jackson, Baby J, Dan G. Rusley, and many others are on stage taking bows as the crowd cheers loudly. Dan makes his way over to Baby J as he's waving to the crowd. He stands next to her and begins to talk to her, knowing that only she can hear him. Dan. So, some of my old friends called me, and I went to meet them. She then gives Dan a questionable look as the crowd continues to cheer wildly. Baby J. Really? How was that? Dan. Oh yeah. And they found this. He shows her a piece of paper. Trey B gave him baby J. How'd they get my business card? Dan, that's exactly what I wanted to know. Maybe it was when you went to my neighborhood and visited my friends without telling me. She then gives him a suspicious look as he walks away. Disgusted. Not remembering that. I thought it was going to be like a drug meetup or something. When it's like we he's, he's in so deep he's in so much trouble and we found this in his pants pocket you know what i mean it's fucking her number
2: right like
0: god passed paul no wonder like so glad this is the first <laughs> and not the latest screenplay because oh my goodness
2: how is he's in so deep huh he's in trouble how is he in trouble with a fucking card to get fucking a record deal?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's collecting business cards.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's got one. We better get get to him before it gets out of hand and he gets two. <laughs> Classic.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: Ba- uh, interior conference room day. Back to the daytime.
1: Finally. <laughs> oh, now you're trying to it's, the return it. of a tra- it, it's a, like the return of a triumphant hero. It's like, hey, man, this is act three fucking Batman's ba- back. Except, yep. You know, here it's the daytime. Ba- daytime is like the complete opposite of Batman. Come on. Jake. Yeah. But like, you know, in terms of like how hype I am, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Interior conference room day. Baby J, King Jackson and Dan Sitting at a table, Dan is obviously upset, Baby J is defensive, while King Jackson is oddly calm. Dan, upset. So you went to see my friends without even telling me? How can you do that? Those are my friends. You told me it wasn't the right time to go back and get them. Then you go behind my back? King Jackson. Whoa, let's calm down. Maybe she just wanted to surprise you? Baby. Dan! Basically, it goes like this. I've heard them recently, and I know you have too. And I'm not saying they sucked while you were there, but since you signed with us and they've been pissed with you as a group and even individually, they've all grown. And I wanted to see if they could do it, and I thought they could. So I went to give them an offer. Dan, but you could have told me. I mean, those are my guys. Baby J. No, they are themselves now. They're the 560. You're Dan G Rustly. You can't live off them and they apparently don't have to live off you. Dan, without one you can't have the other. They made me and I made them and you should have at least spoken to me about it first. King Jackson interrupting. Okay, okay. Let's all calm down. J, do you honestly see potential in them? Baby J to King Jackson. I think they can be great. The next best thing for you and me, which in turn means more exposure for Dan, especially after people realize he was the one that discovered them. Dan. But that's not true. And what happened to me being the next big thing for the two of you? Am I old news already? An awkward silence fills the room. King Jackson. Now, Dan, we didn't. Dan. I see how it is. Well, don't worry. I only have one more album for Jay. After that, I'm gone. He then leaves the room angrily as King Jackson and Baby Jay look at each other oddly. Should be concerned, mm. not oddly, but yeah. What was what was that?
2: Oh, man, the, the tension's rising. I mean, we're uh, we're on track. Let's let's see what happens.
0: Go. Interior Conference Room Day, Baby J, King Jackson, Darren Kelly, Paul Polly D. Daniels, and James J.D. Dennis are all sitting around. God, what an idiot I was writing out all these fucking names. <laughs> <laughs> They're all sitting around a table. They're all very worried while looking over numerous documents. No one wants to say anything until Baby J finally speaks up. Baby J. Okay, so what do we want to do? Can we afford to lose him? Darren Kelly, well, from what I'm told, not counting you, Jay, he's the biggest draw on the label, so can we afford to lose him? Polly D, well, if you want my opinion, he's very easy to work with. I'd love to get him back, but you don't want to put too much pressure on him. If he wants to come back to you, he will. J.D., yeah, I mean, everybody at this table, no matter in a small or big way, were the main people that made his career, so that has to count for something king jackson well in all honesty along with the 560 he made his own career we just gave him a bigger boost we didn't do much he has the skills to make it on his own he could just leave at any time and we know that and we sorry we just can't let him know that they all contemplate what king jackson has just said that's why he's the king
2: that's i said that that
0: they the script doesn't say that but i said that line
1: Gotcha We gotta add that line into the dialogue
0: (laughs) Exterior Trey B's porch day Trey B, Jack Attack, Big M, and Petey Pete are all sitting on her porch They're all very depressed None of them are looking at each other Jack then looks up and sees someone approaching them from a distance He then realizes it's Dan walking up to them They then look at each other for guidance Pete, happily surprised Yo, bro, what are you doing here? Dan then hugs all of them as they seem to cheer up. Dan, so how is he? Trey B, he's not doing good. I'm actually so happy you're here. Maybe you can talk some sense into him. Dan, well, that's just one reason I'm here. I came to catch up with my crew. And I know, I know, yep. <laughs> Sorry, I read ahead a little bit. And I know, I know, y'all y'all are a quartet now.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> way to bring that full circle Oh, well, way to bring that full circle
0: y'all are a quartet now but i still consider you guys my friends and that's what matters to me big m well i hope he feels that way too but before we go and see him tell us what's been going on with you they begin to walk and talk exterior street day dan trey b and the 560 are walking down the street talking Jack, so I thought your tour was moving out of here. Pete, yeah, you're not going? Dan, well, I'm here and someone I care about is in trouble. That's what matters to me. Trey B then puts her arm around him. Trey B, well, that's a very nice way of putting it and a very nice thing to do for him. Dan, yeah, but hey, tell me how you all have been doing. Did you hear that song, Hometown Zero? Big M, we did, but he didn't. As they're talking, Dan's cell phone begins to ring. He answers it. Dan into phone. Hello? Listens. Ugh. Listens. But I listens. Okay, I'll meet you there. Listens. Okay, yeah, bye. Dan then angrily hangs up the phone and remorsefully looks at the others. Trey B. Is everything okay? Dan G. Rustly. I gotta get going. I'm so sorry, guys. It's the company. They've called an emergency meeting that I have to get to, or I could be sued. I will be back, though, I promise. He shakes hands and hugs everyone as he walks away. Exterior, different street, day. Dan is walking towards Baby J and King Jackson. The two have disgusted looks on their faces. Dan, what's wrong, guys? King Jackson, well, we've realized, as you said, you have one album left, so we're going to start working on it. Baby J, angry. Now, get on the bus. Your part of the tour is over. We're starting your album now. Dan, surprised. You have to be kidding me. I'm busy here. Someone I care about needs me. Baby J, angry. No, we have a contract, and your contract says one more album, so we're going to start it now. So get on the bus, or we'll find you in breach of contract, and I think no matter how many hits you've had that you can... Out battle our lawyers. Yeah. Dan shocked. This has to be a joke. What's happened to you? Whatever. Let's get this over with. Baby Jay then points him in the direction he should go. As he's walking away, she looks at King Jackson with a smile. He looks back at her with a stern look on his face. They then both follow Dan. Things are heating up here, by the way. I know we haven't commented on anything in a while, but things are heating up.
2: Yeah, we're in third. We're try- Me
1: and Zach obviously were on the edge of our seats with <laughs> anticipation here. I threw my I threw my chair out the window. Actually, I'm just so committed. <laughs> there you go. Like, I will stand at attention for this.
0: Zach, you recently moved into that home. At least make sure the window didn't break when you. Uh... <laughs> I opened the window.
1: Don't be ridiculous. <laughs>
0: Interior tour bus day. uh, King Jackson, Baby J, and Dan are sitting in separate parts of their tour bus, not speaking to each other. They all have disgusted looks on their faces. Dan's phone begins to ring. Dan, into phone. Hello? Listens. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to get back there tonight. Baby J, under breath. Or anytime soon. Dan hears this and glares in her direction. Dan, into phone. Yeah, don't worry. I'll be back as soon as possible. Listens. Yeah, I promise. Listens. Okay, once again, I'm sorry. Listens. Okay, bye. He hangs up the phone and a silence once again fills the bus. King Jackson then gets up and walks to the back. Dan then follows him, closing the door behind him. Interior tour bus room day. Dan has a look of anger in his eyes. Dan, angry. Okay, I want to know what's going on with you guys. King Jackson calmly. Look, Dan, it goes like this. You're a draw. You make her money, which in turn makes me money. You know how this business is. You've been exposed to it for a while now. I don't agree with her decisions, but you're not on my label. And I can't tell her what to do unless we're talking about her recording career. Dan, so you're saying you don't agree with what she's doing. King Jackson. That's exactly what I'm saying. But you know what, Dan? I look at it this way. You record this album, you've come this far, I mean, even before she signed you, look at what you did. You put together an amazing group of guys who, I admit, I wasn't feeling at first, but then I re-listened and they totally changed my mind. You put them together, recorded, produced, and mixed your own demo, made videos for every song, and posted them on the internet. You got the secretary of a multi-million dollar recording artist to recognize you. Then you went on to have multiple major selling albums and singles. The way I look at it, you had this business before you ever got an actual deal. Dan, what are you saying? What do you think he's saying, you idiot? He just said it all. (laughs) My God, what an idiot. Oh
2: my god. Uh, you wrote the character. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god. King no Jackson wonder he
2: lost the girl.
0: <laughs> King Jackson, I'm saying record this album and then be done with this. Be done with her. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Jay. I've helped her so much. But in your case, you didn't need her help like she needed mine. You could have done this on your own. So record this album, then your contract is finished. Then you can do whatever you want. Dan. You know what? I didn't even think of that. Wait, why are you telling me all this? Especially when it means I may be losing you money. King Jackson. I think of it this way. I've always believed in you, whether it shows or not. I have and I just want the best for you, and with things being the way they have been lately, this doesn't seem like the best situation for you anymore. They both stare at each other, and a silence fills the room. Dan, the only thing I don't understand is how after the longest time of saying she didn't like the guys, she goes out of nowhere to sign them. The even weirder thing is that she went when my contract was almost up. King Jackson then stares at Dan impatiently. King Jackson, that is a little odd, isn't it? Dan then thinks to himself. His facial expression reveals that he has discovered what King Jackson knows, but won't tell. Dan, no way. King Jackson then nods his head at Dan. King Jackson, yep. Dan, she wouldn't try to sign them to capitalize off my success, would she? King Jackson, I told you, I don't always agree with what she does, but I can't tell her to do any different. Dan, wait, did she think of that as a way to coax me into re-signing my contract when it came time? King Jackson raises his eyebrows. King Jackson, would she do something like that? Dan, shocked, I can't believe she would do this. Oh my god, this is so horrible. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Why are you guys so silent? Why haven't you stopped me to, to comment on the horribleness of this?
1: I, I mean, I enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just like I'm, I'm 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 out of words, bro.
0: Zach, I'm sure you're definitely
1: feeling better about your writing now. Well, this was, you know, this was teenage Paul. <laughs> so I guess I'm better than teenage Paul. That's a, that's that's a W, I guess.
0: <laughs> you're better than thirty-year-old Paul too, dude. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> well, thirty-year-old Paul doesn't even exist yet, does it? Are you thirty? Yeah, I'm thirty. Damn, sorry. <laughs>
0: Well, to be fair, though, are we counting birthdays in the in the year and a half of COVID? Because if not, then no, I'm not 30 yet.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's going to create a whole situation. I, I don't know. You're going to have to. I'll check with my secretary.
0: <laughs> uh, I can't believe she would do this. After everything we've been through, I basically gave up my life, gave up my friends, and gave up my mother and girlfriend for this deal. <laughs> and she goes and tries this.
1: <laughs>
0: I gave up my mother and girlfriend <laughs>
1: they were lost forever
2: <laughs> I gave up my mother and girlfriend for this oh my goodness
1: oh. Oh. I,
2: mean, I mean I'm not mad at him for doing that I mean, there's a lot of number one
0: hits. (laughs) King Jackson, sympathetically. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry you had to find it all out this way. Like I said, finish this album and you'll be done. And I'm willing to bet you could finish this album up within the next two weeks if you really want. I know what's going on with your friend. I knew before she did. Dan. She knows? She knows what's going on? King Jackson. I knew, but she told me. I didn't want to find any... I didn't want you to find any of this out this way, Dan. But I thought you should know. Dan. Hey, man. Thanks for telling me all this. I needed to know. Really. Thanks. Dan then shakes hands and sits down to think. Montage. Dan's Pain and Chip's Fight Dan is working in the studio, rapping and producing. He is not as excited as he once was. Chip is doing drugs and hating himself for it. Dan and Chip are both depressed in different areas. The other members of the 560 are trying to help Chip, while Baby J and King Jackson are helping Dan with his album. Dan and Chip, in different areas, are sitting depressed and crying. End of montage.
1: Okay, well, that's a montage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So out of the, what, five montages I've had, at least two of them could maybe kind of sort of be considered montages? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Interior office day. Baby J, King Jackson, Polly D, JD, and Darren Kelly are all sitting around. All but King Jackson are smiling and having a good time. He is depressed, but trying not to show it. Dan then approaches them with a disc. He places it in front of Baby J. She looks up at him, surprised. Baby J, what's this? Dan, that is the end of me on your label. I had one more album, nothing else. You and I are done. He begins to walk away. She then shouts to him, Baby J angry. Not so fast, Dan. We have to like it first. Come back here while we listen to it and we'll see if our deal is truly done. She gets up from the table and puts the disc into a player. They begin to listen and nod their heads. Interior office hallway, day. Polly D, JD, and Darren Kelly are shown leaving the office, shaking hands with Dan on their way out, all with smiles on their faces. Baby J, King Jackson, and Dan then exit and are standing in the hallway. Baby J then hands Dan the disc. He is attempting to not show emotion. King Jackson is obviously happy, while Baby J is embarrassed. Baby J, well, I guess it seems that your contract with me is up. And with your attitude before, I'm guessing I shouldn't even ask about a contract renewal. Dan, well, you tell people my friends suck. Then near the end of my contract you go to sign them to try to coax me into renewing my contract and even if I wouldn't you try to push them off you try to push them off my success no not on your life would I consider renewing my contract with you Baby J well that's your decision and I understand it I guess I'll be seeing you She offers her hand for a shake Dan stares at her until she realizes that he will not She then leaves. Dan realizes that King Jackson is still waiting in the room. Dan, aren't you going? King Jackson, that was a brave move. I knew you were going to do it, but it was a brave move. So, what are you going to do now? Dan thinks for a moment before answering. Dan, well, I'd like to get back in touch with my roots. I want to go home, see my mom, but most of all, I want to help my friends out. King Jackson, but you're still going to record? Dan. Well, I'd like to. I actually started recording a few tracks for a possible new album, but I don't know if anything will ever come of it. King Jackson. Do you want something to come of it? Because if you do, I can help you, you know that. Dan. What, do you want me to sign to your label? I mean, I would, but I don't want to work with her. King Jackson. No, I wasn't going to sign you to my label. I was going to sign you to your own label. And then gets a surprised and shocked look on his face. Dan, what do you mean my own label? King Jackson, if you want, I'll give you your own label. Full creative control. The only thing is that I distribute it. What do you say? Dan is speechless. He looks around and finds a chair to sit down and think. Dan, ecstatic. Wow, I can't believe this. I mean, this is an amazing offer. I'd be a fool to pass it up. So I'm not going to. I accept your offer. Thank you. He didn't have to
1: talk with his mom. That's growth right there. <laughs> a hero's journey.
0: <laughs> and he, he answered it right away. Like, wow. <laughs> he gets up and shakes King Jackson's hand. Interior chip's room day. Chip is sitting in a dimly lit room, shivering and crying. Numerous drug paraphernalia is scattered across the room. A knock is then heard while the door is open slightly. Trey B sticks her head in the door. Trey B, baby, someone's here to see you. Chip, I don't want to see anyone, and I don't want anyone to see me. Trey B, I think you'll be happy to see this person. He's very excited to see you. She then opens the door wider to reveal Dan standing there. Chip, Dan, what's good, bro? Chip, (laughs) sorry. His friend is, like, freaking drugged out, and he's just like, what's good, bro? (laughs) Oh my goodness! <laughs> Chip then gets up and wobbly walks over to Dan. He falls into a hug and cries into Dan's chest. Chip, muffled, "I want to change, man. I really do."
2: That's awesome. Who That's laughed? Awesome. <laughs> I did. I laughed. I fucking laughed. <laughs> Good. <ahead. laughs>
0: Dan then pats him on the back, while signaling that Trey B can exit the room. She does so discreetly. Chip continues to cry into Dan's chest. Dan, patting his back. I know, I know. They continue to share in this embrace. Montage! Chip getting help. Dan, Trey B, and the rest of the 560 are helping Chip get help. It is a long process chip cries in the arms of everyone trying to help him he eventually emerges clean and loving the day because he has no other choice because it's all day all the time baby (laughs) love it (laughs) end of montage exterior street day while the sorry while the sun
2: is brightly shining You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) Not not, not in this universe.
0: (laughs) While the sun is brightly shining, Dan, Trey B, and the 560 are all walking down the street. They are all having a good time laughing, talking, and joking with each other. Dan then stops them all so he can speak. Dan... Okay, everyone, I have an announcement to make, and hopefully the news will be as good for you as it was for me. They all look at him questioningly. Chip, okay. Dan, well, my contract with Baby J is up. I finished my final album right before coming back here. And then when I decided not to renew my contract, King Jackson came to me with an offer. He wants to give me my own label. They then begin to congratulate him. Trey B, that's awesome. Jack. Yeah, real cool. Dan. Yeah, it's great. I have full creative control. I can sign myself, but there's something that's more important to me than signing myself, and that's signing the 560. The group then begins to cheer in approval. Pete, excited. Really? Dan. But not only sign you guys individually, I want to sign the 560 quartet led by my brother. Chip then looks at him curiously. Chip. What? Dan. Yeah, man. You've kept it together. I don't know how the other guys feel, but I feel like you're the leader
2: now. So I want to sign the
0: quartet. Damn, I'm going hard on quartet Uh, here. Maybe
2: you just found that
1: word out at this time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what if you spell
2: quartet like
1: C-O-R-E-T-E-T, like core? They're the core. Oh man,
2: look at that! That's beautiful, Zach. Think of the merch. <laughs> There's so much merch potential with this whole universe. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I
1: feel like is I feel there like, though? I feel is like, like Stanley and Jack Kirby. You know, like really, we're we're sitting on a gold mine. We just haven't wrote. It. We just haven't written it yet.
0: Well, Ellsworth, to be fair, you met one of those guys. Like, is that the vibes I'm you're getting? I'm still here?
1: getting that from you guys. Yes, this is this is like the new gods. Uh, This is entirely of that scope and scale. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that didn't go well, though. Well, this is like the new gods, but like better. This is rap gods. The rap gods, if you will. See, exactly.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Dan and Chip then embrace in a hug. Chip is speechless. Pete laughed. I'm hoping that means yes. They all then laugh. Dan, and I wanted your guys' permission to maybe name the label after the group? If you guys say no, it's totally cool. Chip, I think I can speak for all of us when I say we'd be thrilled if you named it the 560. Dan, thanks for being so understanding, guys. They're all quite happy. An awkward silence then befalls them. Big M, now what? Dan, well, let's go get to work on some 560 records. They all walk away laughing and having a good time. Interior Radio Station DJ Booth Day. Dan is once again seen in the present day with DJ D-Sab. Dan And that's pretty much what happened. I went back, and that's how I got my label and stuff. I mean, honestly, I don't have any ill feelings towards Baby J. She's actually a guest on this latest album. The King got her and I to sit down, and we worked it out. So at least on my end, we're pretty cool. So yeah, I got her on there, and I even got The Good King to drop me a verse too. So yeah, I mean, there's not much more to tell. They both have a chuckle. DJ d Sab. Well, thank you so much, man, for dropping by and giving us the scoop on this new album, Pirated. Dan. Yeah, no problem. It was fun. DJ D-Sab into microphone, and we actually have an exclusive song from that album dropping for you all for the first time right here on ZOL. And before we let Dan go, let's see if there is... Let's see if there is... What the hell sentence is that? Let's see if there. It's supposed to say, "Let's see if there is anything he can tell us about this song." There's an extra word there in there for some reason. If he can tell us anything about this song, Dan. Well, it's a hot song. I mean, personally, I think it speaks for itself. But it's plainly called rap, and I actually produced this record, and I got my guy, Petey Pete, to do his thing on it. And for all of you that don't know, Petey Pete is one of the amazingly talented beatboxers from the Five Six O group. DJ D-Sab, alright, and remember, you're hearing it here first on Z-O-L. Dan G. Rusley featuring Petey Pete. This is called Rap. Dan, right here on Z-O-L. DJ D-Sab puts the song on while he and Dan shake hands as Dan exits. Pre-closing credits. A picture of Dan is shown with text following... Dan's album, Pirated, eventually went gold, while his label, 560, went on to have multiple gold and platinum albums and singles. A picture of Chip and Trey B is shown, with text following, Chip eventually sold multiple well-selling group and solo albums. He is working daily to fight his drug addiction, and with the help of Trey B, he, like their love, is still strong. A picture of Big M is shown with text following. After multiple well-selling albums with The 560 and one solo effort, Big M eventually retired from professional beatboxing. He is now a music producer and part-time beatboxing teacher. A picture of PD Pete and Jack Attack is then shown with text following. After several successful albums with the 560, Petey Pete and Jack Attack went on to form a side project signed with the 560 label and had multiple more gold albums. The two now operate their own upstart label as a subsidiary of 560 and Darkstar, but they believe it will bring great success. A picture of Baby J is then shown with the following text. Baby J went on to sign more artists, making herself and her label an even larger success. Her manager, Darren Kelly, eventually quit and sold his shares of their record label. King Jackson bought Darren's shares. Baby J then went on to sell more albums for Dark Star, eventually selling her remaining shares to King Jackson and created her own independent label. As her contract ended with Dark Star, she opted not to renew, signing instead with her own label. Her albums went on to mediocre sales. This threw her into a large depression she has yet to recover. A picture of King Jackson is shown. Wait, wait, wait. A picture of King Jackson is shown with text following. After appearing on Dan's Pirated, he decided to re-pursue rapping full-time. His eventual two albums went gold and platinum respectfully. He eventually bought Baby Jay's record label and folded its roster into Dark Star. He goes, or he continues to produce and appear on his artist's albums, as well as work, outs, as well as outside work with other labels. He has also scored small films. Within the next year, he plans to launch a film production company. The letters and picture then fade away as the closing credits roll, and that is the end of the first ever full-length screenplay that I wrote many, many years. No, don't clap for that. Don't clap for that. That's garbage.
2: No, no, no. No, I'm clapping because it's over. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clap for that. that. It's over.
1: Where's the sequel? Where's the the mid credit stinger where, like, the cannibal king is looking over the horizon? At the quartet, licking its lips. (laughs) He's just looking at one of their billboards, and he's like, I'll get you next time. (laughs)
0: now i told you guys at the top it was terrible did i or did i not deliver
1: (laughs) Uh, i think there's potential there's some potential yes but i think it would it would require like a a top to bottom you know rewrite
2: You're, you're keeping like parts of the frame a nut a bolt here or there that's about it
0: As I, as I said, now the story of the, what, untitled? (laughs) The, the story, the basic story, group of friends, one guy becomes big. He's held back from going to visit his friends and then he eventually gets them to become big with him. Whatever. Not a bad story, on that basic level. I actually believe it or not, I I a few years after after writing this, well the very first original draft of this I was hanging out here in town still maybe like my senior year of high school. So this probably would have been like junior year. So like 07, 08 instead of 09. But anyway, I was hanging out with a bunch of skateboarding kids and I was actually filming them do some like skateboarding stuff. And I thought, Oh, maybe this basic story could work in the skateboarding world, group of skateboarders and one becomes famous or whatever. And then I realized that's that Tony Hawk, uh, game turned into a movie. So I was like, no, 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 I can't do that. Then, Several years later, I'm like, the story like kept picking at me going, oh man, this is a story that needs to be told. So I thought, what if it was two guys from a band, like a singer and a guitarist, you know, like, uh, oh, excuse me. Like, um, um, Bono and the edge, like they're the two, you know, from U2, you know what I mean? Like nobody else knows any, the other guys, unless you're like a U2 fan. So like, what if it was like that or, or, uh, um, um. What's, oh my God, Mick Jagger and the other guy. What the? <laughs> I'm not a Stones fan, so I don't know. But everybody, you know who I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. What the hell's his name? It should be continued. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, the, everybody, like, so, like, I was like, oh, maybe they could, like, two people could make it big and whatever. And, Keith and Richards. obviously, I've never done anything. Thank you. I've never done anything with this. Um, so, you know, now I have, it's, it's now part of the, uh, imaginatory laboratory, but, um, yeah, that was the first ever full screenplay that I wrote again, the basic, super basic story of it. Okay. Could work in a completely different setting, time period, whatever, but as this story, terrible.
1: I said I quite enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, I, I think that there's a, a foundation here for a cinematic universe, um, and I, I may or may not become obsessed with the idea of this story, but set in a post-apocalyptic wasteland <laughs> that never turns the night, pretty much. Yeah. Well, now that I mean, that's part of the canon. That's that's part of the lore. Like you can't have Lord of the Rings without the ring. Right. So. <laughs> I'm I, to be fair. I am. I am
0: really glad that, that I got you guys on to discuss this. I am glad that, that I got to, I guess in a way, sort of do something with this, the first ever. Um, and again, uh, you know, I've, I've between episodes with Zach in the past, Um, and if, you know, there was the, the vice reading with Ellsworth and even just doing stuff on my own for Paul and all, there have definitely been things where I've read my writing over the last few years on, on the podcast. So I think it's nice to kind of look back and realize, well, personally, and you guys, I hope you don't dispute this. I definitely think I've gotten better, like a lot better (laughs) over the years
1: but i'm I'm sure Um, i'd have the same um the same feelings like looking back at the stuff i wrote when i when i started writing um back in high school like i'm sure i'm positive it would not be up to snuff
0: and and that's like it's 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 not a bad thing to look back and you know sort of see your your humble beginnings i guess in a way um and I'm glad that I got to experience this with the two of you. I I don't think there would have been as much laughter um, with anybody else other than the two of you. So thank you so much for, uh, for being on here. Um, I don't personally, I don't necessarily have anything more to say about untitled rap script, AKA maybe rap God. I don't know. Um do you two have anything else you want to say about this before we uh we head out of the imaginatory laboratory Rapageddon. today?
1: Rapageddon. <laughs> there. I I I solved I solved the mystery. That's what it's called. Other than that, no, no notes. I can get I can get down with it.
0: Well, if we don't have anything else, why don't the two of you, who are also creative people, we talked sort of while we were in it, because I didn't really say it too much up front, but uh, Ellsworth is an actor, actually ran a record label at one point, um, and Zach is a fellow writer who writes much better than this, let me tell you. You he, he, he would actually enjoy his writing, um, but uh, why don't you tell the folks where they can find you all across the internet
2: sometimes you can find out a couple couple t- over there at the magician that's t-h-e-m-a-j-i-s-h-n and i'm always on the gram over there at Ellsworth certified come talk to your
1: boy we'll get crazy and i can be found on twitter at one man pantheon it only works if you spell out the word one
0: I am on Twitter and Instagram at JPGRB. You can find more about all three of us on Clock Shelves, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You probably heard this episode early and uninterrupted on Clock Shelves Patreon. Ooh, maybe that's where I could release some of my rap tracks. Patreon.com slash clock for more episodes where I have done my readings of better, much, much, much better scripts than this, whether that be by myself with Zach or with Ellsworth. You could find all of that and more appearances by these two gentlemen across this and several other shows, uh, all at clockshelves.com. That's C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S dot C-O-M. Gentlemen, thank you for being part of the first official Imaginatory Laboratory, um, edition of Paul and all, um, I feel like this can become a semi regular thing where we sort of sit down for long periods of time. Uh, this has been almost three and a half hours ish of us recording, obviously being split up into, uh, episodes, but I feel like we can probably do this once in a great while with you two and other guests and things where, um, we could all take a look back at some of our old creative endeavors and, and, praise and you know rip them apart i guess in the case of my of my stuff um criticize and critique i believe is how i've continued to put it um but i think this was fun i hope you two also enjoyed yourselves uh but that closes the door on this imaginatory laboratory experience today and until next time i am paul and that is all Ha 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 ha!